the veteran of the asset management industry, Chris Logan, joins us now. Chris, you have uh, you helped us a few weeks ago uh, looking at what was going on at Tongart, but there's been some similar issues at its former subsidiary, which was spun off in 2007. Uh, Huleman, the aluminium company. You've been having a look at that very closely. You've sent me a lot of information. In fact, we will be publishing it all on Biz News in the, uh, in the next day or so. But what drew you to Huleman in the first place? Um, hi, Alec. Yes, thanks. Um, I've been following Huleman since it was listed. Um, it's basically been on a downtrend since it listed, but it had one good rally in 2013, which I was lucky enough to catch. Um, and I've kept in touch with it. And it's a very interesting company, which should be doing exceptionally well, but is doing very bad um, to the point where it's it's fallen more than Tongard has from its high. It's off something like 95% from its high. Um, and what drew me to it to look, relook at it again is, you know, Tongard focused everyone's mind on how good companies can be wrecked. And a similar situation has occurred here at Huleman. What should be a very good company is being wrecked. Mm. So, so that's the major thing. When you say it should be doing well, Chris, uh, how so? Well, globally, it's known as a aluminium roller, rolling mill. Uh, globally, these type of companies are called rollers. Mm-hmm. The biggest one is Novellus. And at the moment, all the rollers are posting great results because they're benefiting from the substitution and sustainability benefits which aluminium offers. So more and more cars are containing aluminium components, more and more aircraft, as you know. And then on beverages, there's this huge swing into aluminium cans. So all of these rollers have great demand characteristics and on top of that they're benefiting from the circular economy Uh, by that I mean these rollers buy scrap um, and they buy it at a big discount as opposed to buying aluminium at the LME price often they're buying the scrap at half the price they pay for new aluminium and that boosts their margins so for instance the leading company in the sector, Novellus, last year earned an ROE of 46%, which is an astonishing number for any company anywhere. Um, so it's against that background of all of Huleman's global peers doing exceptionally well. But, you know, we found Huleman doing exceptionally badly. It, it, it's, it's almost a tragedy, and as you'll know, Alec, you know, Huleman's a big part of the social fabric in in Natal and Peter Maritzburg. Mm. So, so why is it doing badly, Chris? What what's happening there? Well, Alec, the big problems. First of all, is the cultural problem, and it's the same Tongard culture. Culture, what I would call entitlement and non-performance. And then if you want to look specifically 
in, in investment management terms, there's been massive misallocation of capital, no cost control, particularly in employee costs. I mean, this company has, a, until Peter Stardy resigned a couple of weeks ago, it was a 14-member board. And it, it's, it's something like a 600 million market cap company. For instance, Anglo's, which is 500 billion, has a 12-member board. Hmm. So the tone at the top, they just increased their exco from seven members in 2015 uh, to 13 members now. So really bloated at the top. Um, and you realize there are commodity characteristics to a product like aluminium. You've got to keep your costs under control. Uh, so that's the one thing. And then, of course, misaligned incentives, you know, which is common across generally most South African companies. The guys are getting bonuses and incentivized on the wrong things. But it's that deep Tonga culture, lack of cost control, misallocation of capital, and an inability to change. I took them to task at the recent AGM about, you know, all their directors and that, and you would have thought they would have addressed it. But nothing. And the AGM was only, it was 15th of May. Since then, the share price has nearly halved. Halved. How many people were at the AGM? The, and, and maybe just for people who, those who haven't really followed this stuff, the annual general meeting is the opportunity for shareholders to pose questions to the management team and the directors. And, and often it's the only chance you get in a year. So one would presume that in a company that's done so badly, there would be interest in, in attending. Well, I actually dialed in, Alec. There was uh-huh. one other shareholder who dialed in and uh, gave them a hard time about their impairments because they've impair- impaired their assets uh, to the extent of like $3.6 billion. Um, But there were, as far as I could make up, there were only two people who asked questions. Mm-hmm. And the tragedy was that the big institutions, for instance, approved this bloated director's um, remuneration. I happen to know there are some smaller institutions who, who did vote against it and did try and mount a bit of uh, resistance. Um, but once again, you know, the, the institutions have uh, let industrial South Africa down and, you know, gone with bad practices. So what, what, what happens next? What are you hoping to achieve by coming, going public and uh, talking to us in this way? Well, Alex, a couple of things. Um, first of all, I think, you know, we can't keep ruining the fabric of our economy like this with, you know, companies like Tongart and Uleman being wrecked. Um, I'm watching it closely. This is a bit of a call to arms, I guess. But, you know, I'd also, I think there could be a huge money-making opportunity here if, we could get a catalyst which turns it around, turns around this bad behavior, this deeply ingrained bad behavior. This company could be a good takeover target, except, you know, what mitigates against that at the moment is the negative political outlook which, you know, South Africa commands in the world stage. Um, so I'm, I'm watching it closely as a money-making opportunity, but I guess at this stage I'm just saying enough's enough you know, can't people finally come together and start fixing these things? Because each one of them that we lose, you know, it just destroys the country. 
Um, and I'm engaging with a number of institutions at, at a high level to, to try and tell them, guys, you know, we can't keep on doing the, the same things. We've got to start leading. It's up to shareholders, I think, to start leading some of these poorly managed companies back to health. Chris Logan is uh, with Opportune in Cape Town and giving us his insights into the other company in the old Tongart stable.